0: About a week ago, I was going through my email, cleaning it out, updating a couple of things, and uh, just basically getting things back in order to get back recording episodes. And I was just cleaning out some of the extra folders, you know, my spam folder, my bulk folder, and as I was scrolling down, the left column in my email, I saw a folder uh, that had been labeled Wait. And I don't remember creating a file that was Wait, but there was an email in it. And so I clicked on it, and there was an email from my friend Kirk. And Kirk is uh, somebody who is very... Familiar with the haunted earth, um, as his story was uh, featured earlier on in this podcast. Uh, it was called the Witching Hour. If you haven't listened to it, I highly suggest uh, pausing right now, going back, and listening to that, as it's crazy creepy, uh, especially if you've been to Magna, Utah. But I I looked on this email. And it was a story that he had emailed me back on October 8th, 2019. Um, and I had responded to it. And his email to me said, OS, which, you know, just a friendly greeting in Japanese. Uh, both he and I um, were in Japan together. And, uh, He says, Oh, I'm not sure I did the experience justice with my writing. But here it is anyway. Sorry, my creativity has been off lately. I just haven't felt like myself. Let me know if you have any questions. And the attachment. And it says, Around 10 years ago. I responded, Oh my gosh, I love this. I got goosebumps reading it. I do need to record an episode of this. Let me work on that. I love this story, brother. And to tell you the honest truth, I had forgotten completely about reading this story and forgot that I got it. Kirk, I'm sorry, my friend. I clearly did not do you justice. But th- happy coincidence I found it. This story takes place in downtown Salt Lake City, and when you read about or hear about Salt Lake City, you might have different perceptions about it. Um, You know, it's uh, the headquarters of the, the LDS Church, and you know, a lot of, I guess, not a lot of exciting things happen here, people say, but you know. When we talk about the paranormal and the haunted earth, if you will, um, Salt Lake is breathing with it. Uh, I, I think if you you know follow any of the uh, paranormal shows on Travel Channel and Discovery and that, there have been a lot of. Um, Episodes and stories that have come from Salt Lake uh, City and the surrounding areas. This uh, this particular story that Kirk shares a um, little unnerving uh, because I think we've all seen things similar to this, um, but just hearing about it coming from somebody else and the storytelling by somebody else. Um, really kind of unnerves you a little bit. This is the haunted earth. Who or what was that? Around 10 years ago, My wife and I were living in the Federal Heights area of Salt Lake City. One morning I woke to find it was bright and a beautiful sunny day. It was a welcome change from the gloom and sadness I had been fighting through since a personal tragedy had manifested and disrupted my inner peace several weeks earlier. For about a week I had been forced to walk to work due to my car breaking down several weeks earlier. I had been riding my skateboard down the hill for the first couple of weeks, but I had quit doing so when, by chance, I was skating through an intersection and a young woman decided to make a right-hand turn directly into me. Now that's an epilogue for another day, rolling my eyes and shaking my head. Heading west, I crossed over Virginia Street and was walking alongside Reservoir Park, When I was about halfway down the block, I noticed out of the corner of my eye, a woman had taken to Crossing South Temple over to the side that I was on. I paid very little attention at first until she reached my side of the street. She was now behind me when I suddenly had this strange feeling come over me. It wasn't a feeling that I really describe other than... It was just informing me that something was not quite normal. Not really a scary feeling, nor was it a warning of danger. Just an odd feeling which made me take notice. As I got to the end of the block, we stopped at the intersection waiting for the green light to give us the go-ahead. This gave me a few moments to analyze the person who was now standing right beside me. She appeared to be at least in her 60s, judging by the wrinkles and graying hair. She had a short haircut and was dressed in what I would call hippie or bohemian style attire. Not something necessarily uncommon for the neighborhood. As we stood there waiting, she unexpectedly began to cross the street before the light had changed. I stayed motionless until the signal flashed green and I began to cross. The woman was now a good ten paces or more ahead of me. As I walked behind her grappling with the idiosyncratic feeling, I noticed another woman who was crossing the street at a crosswalk some ways ahead of us. As we approached a house that had been converted into the now closed down Kansion Zen Center, a Zen Buddhism house of learning. I noticed both women were heading towards the Zen Center, but coming from opposite directions. I watched as the two women made their way to the stairs leading up to the front door. As they began to climb, their paths crossed into each other at the same time. And I watched as the woman I had been following seemed to disappear into thin air. And the other woman continued up her walk up the stairs. This caught me completely off guard. What had I just witnessed? Did I blink and miss something? Did that woman really just meld into the other woman. As I began to pass in front of the house, I scanned the area, searching for possible answers to the perplexing scene that had just unfolded before me. A sinking feeling in my gut began to grow as I realized that there was no way I could have mistaken what I had seen. There were no trees, or bushes nor anything else for that matter that could have obstructed in any way my view of these two women continuing my walk up in front of the house i watched the still visible lady complete her ascent to the top of the stairs and head towards the large glass pane glass front door She opened the door and entered just as I was walking in front of it. As I turned my head and watched the woman open the door, walk over the threshold, close the door, turn around, standing very erect with her arms dangling eerily at her sides staring very intently at me through the glass pane as I continued to walk. The autumn air was warm and sweet that morning, but its serenity could not prevent a bone-freezing chill from clawing at my spine. In retrospect, it wasn't the fact that I may have walked with a ghost, or even the fact that I may have witnessed someone vanish like a wisp of evaporating cloud that bothered me. The most unnerving part of this experience was that I started out as a passive spectator, but ended up feeling like an unwilling participant of something.